classic example of stepping into our power to share our gifts with the world is simply marrying the masculine and the feminine, the conscious and the subconscious, the king-queen with the magician-mage frequency. Hello, welcome again to the Mike Thrace podcast. You're here with your host, Mike Thrace. The punchline is in the beginning. And it's something that's come up to me, again, very clearly, and we know it's very unclear at times, this awakening journey, where we, we move into that direction of our heart path, and Paolo Coelho's talking about the alchemist, that bridge of incidents of the God are, that we had this inspired desire, and we know by having faith and trust and the vision, it's coming to us. But the ability for it to receive, or to be received by us, is ultimately about walking this this journey that purifies the importance around it and ultimately stepping into our power to receive it. Because my perspective, connected with the opening around this, is all inspired desires, even something as, as simple as, yeah, wanting to move to a new home, you know, wanting to go on a new trip, wanting to manifest a relationship partner, friendship, community, new job. If it's felt within, as it was with, with me for the 20-odd year manifestation journey I talk about of becoming an author, felt for 20 years, you know, and that is an early episode of the podcast. You can go back and, and watch or listen to that if you are interested. But, yeah, it's felt, you know. Because I'm a bit of a stubborn, you know, if you're talking star signs, stubborn, Taurus, Taurian, you know, I, I want to really hold to that vision but I, I don't take action until I'm ready. But this alignment, with this inspired desire that we all had, this my perspective, whatever, how simple it may be, a career for me, and which will lead to all those other things, it's all about up-leveling, up-leveling our perspective of reality, ultimately becoming more like the mage, king, queen. So what do I mean by this? Well, here's an example, and I, I really like this. I do talk about this and I've played with it from a reality creation perspective, with the way I dress, the way I speak, uh, the way I, how I present myself, and moving through different archetypal states, is there's someone who really embodies this well, and I just saw a movie with him today, Timothy Chalamet. And, yeah, I was actually talking about it on the way home. I'm doing some driving to supplement this income, and it's created more abundance and all these other things that are going on at the moment. But what I was talking about with this passenger is, yeah, I first came across Timothy Chalamet in a movie called The King, and it's a movie about Henry V, and the classic Shakespeare play. What I liked also about it from an Australian perspective is two of the father figures in this production, and it may have been an Australian director, which is perhaps why they're both involved, is, well, yeah, were played by Australians. They were Joel Ledgerton, who played Falstaff, the, the, the roguish father figure to Henry V, played by Timothy Chalamet, and Ben Mendelsohn, his father, the older father, that, yeah, is somewhat of a, not, I'm not going to say devious character, but he, he's somewhat of a malevolent character, someone who, who, yeah, it's that father patriarchal figure that is like wanting the character played by, by Chalmay to step into that king. But at the same time, it's that necessary friction between father and son is wanting him to become his own man. 
So in this movie, and this is not going to be a, a review of that, but I would maybe, if you're interested, leave a comment because I, I would like to talk about that at some point. But what I'm getting at with this in this movie, it was very much a very interesting take on the on the Prince, yeah, Prince Hal, Henry V myth of him becoming this king, frequency, the king, where he, he was on that journey of very much uh, of someone of the boy, an adolescent, who was resistant to it. He didn't really know how to to be the king because he was in a frequency of, of revelry, you know, of, of resistance against the father. He felt disconnected with the way his father was running the realm of the kingship. And what emerges in that movie is there's a, a rival to his kingship, a number of rivals, you know, and even his brother that is seen as the dutiful brother, someone of the good double of, that, of Prince Hal, played by Tim Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet. And so Chalamet has to really, when things go to the shires, and so to speak, and things are difficult, he has to rise to that frequency of the king. At the same time, what I'm seeing in, in this, this movie I saw today, I saw Wonka, and Chalamet plays the magician. He's the magician frequency of Wonka. He's almost the complete opposite of the, the, the unruly, um, somewhat disobedient, strong masculine who has to become that forthright, somewhat ruthless in his decision-making as the leader in, in, yeah, in, the, in the king role that is played within the king to this aspect of the magician who's that inner child boy space is reconciled with the mother. And I think there's some parody with that, you know, and even on the entrepreneurial space and what I'm getting at with the vision and whether it's as simple as, as the home, the relationship, the travel. It's all about us stepping into our power and as we grow, as we, you know, as we, do, you know, as we rise with the sun, the moon is also going to come the next day. The fire and the water, the earth and the air is the masculine, the feminine. As we want to step into our power, we both have to rise and raise both our king frequency, also known as our queen frequency from the feminine perspective, along with the magician mage frequency. And this is what Chalamet was doing, and it's seen in this movie, and what I like about him, and it's there's another production where he brings them both together. It's coming out in a few months' time, the Dune sequel. And we saw this clearly in the, in the Dune original part one, that he was this king, he's the king frequency. He's somewhat of the Christed king frequency, you know, the, the Christed Merlin archetype who's both king and magician and he's stepping into that and we'll, we'll find out more about them in the next few months but june is based on a, an original production by david lynch so we know roughly where it's going but why i'm talking about this and why i find it really important to to just share very simply from an embodiment perspective is as we're stepping into our power you know we're claiming sovereignty kingship through our actions as an entrepreneur the entrepreneurial Wonka part of us, that magician part of us to, to share with our, t our talents with the world, be charismatic and, and have other gifts and, and really be embodied in it, whatever it is, whether it's in music and art, but also in, in technology with the real creative app. We also have to bring forward our king frequency, our queen frequency. We have to embody it. It's something I've seen a lot here on the Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia, where I've been the last seven months, where... There is this aspect of, for me, Byron Bay, you know, only less than an hour south, is very much in the Wonka frequency. It's a lot of creatives down there, artists, musicians, 
and you know, I'm not going to generalise too much because there's a there's some business people, real estate, and all that as well. But the frequency of the place, I would suggest, is very much like the island of Avalon, inhabited by Morgan in the Arthurian myth, where Arthur goes to Avalon to heal. You know, the the metaphorical Fisher King who is is reclaiming his masculine through allowing his feminine, his magic type attributes to move, be thought and progress to be healed. So this is the sign of sovereignty and being in our power, and we see it with roles like the king and Wonka the Chalamet, who's stepping into that. We could talk about other actresses like Florence Pugh, who's also been in that, that, that aspect, or Margot Robbie, because they're clear where she, she plays some of the, the real queen aspect. She was in a movie I saw a number of years ago where she played Queen Elizabeth. And against Mary Queen of Scots and it was a very interesting role for her because often she's quite a big personality she's the magician Morgan Frequency up, up front on stage so as she stepped her about there's also been in that off screen she's gone extra levels with her sovereignty similar thing with the Chalamet and for how I felt and I feel how a lot of us have felt even Neville Goddard himself and Joseph Murphy we see the way they dress and they present or they did before they passed the writing, the creative, the artistic journey, production element, is somewhat of a, a magician frequency. It's the Wonka frequency. But the ability for Wonka to to share his gifts with the world, he does assemble a team. You know, he has a mastermind around him in this production with Chalamet. In the King frequency, he's somewhat already aligned with that as the warrior frequency before he has to become king. But the King frequency is ultimately about deep discernment, awareness, and boundaries around our, our behaviour and our heart. It's seemingly somewhat cold, which is why the king and the queen frequency, you see them, the tarot cards, etc., they're off, or the emperor, the empress, they can be represented as somewhat restrained. You know, very still, they, they seem like they're not flustered, you know. Because they can't be, they've got a they've got a realm to govern. But ultimately, their their realm, just as in with us as the entrepreneurs, is our business, ourself, our success. So what I'm hinting at, and I mean not so much hinting, but we're being in, in, increasingly clear around this, is whatever manifestation you're working with at the moment, you can just better assist its arrival by continually up leveling your magician at king queen frequencies. So you might be wondering, well, how do I do that? You know, what the how, the how do I manifest? How do I do these things? You know, we, we, we seemingly constantly look at the how, and I talk about that particularly in the Sejiko, the preoccupation with the how, and be prosperity conscious. Well, I do it through talking about what I'm learning on the journey and embodying the frequency of what I'm learning. So if I'm aware that I, our thoughts and beliefs create reality, and we can know that, can't we? Because we get a mirror of that. What I've also learned is the power of the subconscious mind and that the subconscious mind is that magician frequency, that wonker energy that drives the, the, the manifestations. The ability to, to manifest the subconscious is the boundaries we have in it as the king-queen. So if we have a vision, a goal, let's say it is the new home, yeah? If we, uh, we can keep practising... Uh, affirmations around that. We could be surrounding ourselves with magazines, which which we will focus on the home. We're feeding the, the magician part of us, the subconscious mind, with with images to keep practicing in. 
at the same time, yeah, we're feeding that and we're allowing that garden to grow, so, so to speak, the subconscious, the mood energy that's bringing it to fruition in our sleep. The conscious action, the king queen action, are just as important because they're the selector of where our attention is going. And while we may be looking at certain things around the, the property, if you're really, a, you know, we might do that in the morning or in the evening, which is the most powerful times to do it for the subconscious because that's when it's most open. How, we've got to also look at how are we speaking during the day? What are our relationships like? How are we acting in all our interactions when we're not practicing the affirmations? Are we feeling like we're worthy of receiving what we're asking for? Are we spending time with people that are, are, are saying it's not possible to manifest? Or alternatively, are we perhaps sharing our vision before it's manifested? This is the, the thing that can be really somewhat of a block, and we, we, we come across this in the manifestation journey, and the thoughts are creating reality, is it's the behaviours that have such an effect on the manifest reality, more than the, only the thoughts and the, and the thinking. Because the thoughts and the thinking are so driven by the feeling, the subconscious mind. So this is it, isn't it? It might not make a lot of practical sense, and I, I do talk to people about this, and some of them are open and some are not, but we know, particularly up here, or the Gold Coast where I'm living, people have the sense of the law of attraction and synchronicity, and we bump into those people, and, and there's a the relationship with that. But what people don't always understand, and or they perhaps don't have a, that discipline, is our in, internal dialogue, something Neville Goddard also talks a lot about. The way we speak and the way we think to attract that reality is ultimately driven by behaviour, how we imagine ourselves to be, our self-image, how we feel about ourselves, but ultimately how we feel about ourselves, even the way our posture, our speech, the way we walk, we dress, is connected to our worth, what we believe, what we're allowing in and out of our reality. So you see where it's so important to have those boundaries, and even for Chalamet in this role of Wonka, he was going deep in the magician frequency. And the magician is creating his chocolate, and the chocolate's connected to love. And he, but he's also got some there are entrepreneurial aspects of this in this role. Because the magician is somewhat of a salesy energy too. It's funny, we, we might think it's... You know, often when you hear about startup businesses... Quite, or, you know, the, the talent, so to speak, in a creative enterprise with musicians and artists and or even a new tech startup, is there's a person who's very good at creating, you know, and I did this with, with my business writing books. But we also have to wear the hat and the salesman. But the, the creative is not necessarily separate to the salesperson who's allowing ourselves to abundantly receive, who, who has those w feelings around worth and deservingness and abundance and prosperity mindset. You know, for me personally, uh, I, I could say half my books are focused around prosperity embodiment, king queenship, and the other half around shamanism, being a magician, being a shaman. But they're not separate, and they're both aspects of me, of the one I am. But this is what we can somehow miss, where in integrating them and seeing them as, it's important to kind of see them as separate aspects, somewhat of a, a conscious or subconscious mind, masculine them, but then integrate it where we give ourselves permission to wear both the hats. And you, I saw this very much in this production today with Wonka. He is the magician, which is very much synonymous with the full energy. The full kind of wanders in, the joker frequency, and who's very much, and there's a joker shadow as well, isn't there? The full, the joker who's, who's kind of been, 
yeah, rebels against reality. We've seen that explored both movies with Heath Ledger and oh, Joaquin Phoenix. They're powerful movies about the shadow of the Joker. But I think a lot of that shadow was also to somewhat create a reluctance about embodying it and allowing our, our fool at the power of the fool, which is ultimately a magician. Because Throdo and Gandalf, as I talk about this a lot, are one, you know? As Aragorn and Elisar, the king, you know, the king and the warrior frequency, they're all attributes of the one I am, playing all the roles. And I was Arwen and Erwin, you know, in The Lord of the Rings, epic where the, the Queen of Rohan and, and, and you know, and Arwen is ultimately a fairy energy, like a Morgan frequency. They're still just attributes of the one character, attribute, you know, embodiment of mage king sovereignty. So we can see this in stories like Lord of the Rings where it's quite, you know, all the archetypes are interplaying and they, they come out where they all work together. But ultimately, we've got to get ourselves to Mordor, you know. We've got to get ourselves to Mordor to release attachment to limiting our identity, our own shadow, shadow joker or shadow king, or, you know, which is Sauron, shadow for Harry Potter, you know. He's got to reconcile his own little inner shadow, his own aspects of the magician with Voldemort, yeah. And Voldemort's kind of that shadow aspect of him. We see it, either played out in the later movies where we find out Voldemort is the young magician. So it's this journey where we're, we're moving forward, whether it's the king frequency for Chalamet in that movie, where he did, he had to face his shadows in that aspect, or it's Wonka where, he, you know, he's the magician frequency, who's also learning to sell and, and, and be himself. But, and not be dissuaded by the negative thought forms around him. So ultimately, whenever we've got this vision, yes, there's practices like vision boarding and raising our vibration will get us there, you know. But the simple way to look at it is if you up-level your perspective of self, if you look at yourself as a, already a king-queen, you walk, talk, act like a queen, you feel sovereign. And it might feel strange at first when you don't necessarily feel that. Because for me personally, it seems like a lot of this on the awakening journey are already in the full magician energy, you know. We're in the Wonka energy, you know. We're like Wonka, with, he's starting out in this movie where he has, been, you know, he's got all these creative gifts and talents. He's got the ideas which have been inspired within him, but he has to reconcile the, the masculine. He has to really have boundaries around that, and he has to be quite ruthless if people are kind of in his reality or that are going to stop him from succeeding. So sometimes we're indulging in our creative gifts where we can create and we're in the artistic aspect. We, you know, the, art, the artist, the joker, the fool, often had a, a king that provided them a retainer. That was in the, the historical story. But we also know the real successful uh, creatives become their own king queen, like J.K. Rowling, you know. They become, or Paolo Coelho. They're, yeah, they're an alchemist like Paolo Coelho, but they're also a king queen frequency, the way they hold themselves, the way they present themselves. So the challenge with this, the magical journey, this magician frequency, is in becoming the magician is recognising that we're already a king queen. On the pursuit or pathway or journey through the tarot, from the fool to the magician, the, the, the end part of the game, right before the high priest and the magician going in that journey from zero to 22, is you've got to reconcile the emperor and empress parts of yourself. And right before that is the hero thing. 
that ultimate Shavan energy. So the fool has gone through the journey of the major arcana. It's, it's met the, the sun, the tower, it's gone through the wheel of fortune, had all these necessary temperance and all these elements and aspects which are challenged it, you know, opened up the subconscious, which is the devil represents, and the moon frequency. You know, but they're all aspects of the one I am going on this journey, waking up to its own divinity. But as we come out to the hero fair, that ultimate shaman energy, and the shaman is that lead entrepreneur who's got those creative gifts. It's like Wonka, who's not just the boy anymore with the with the vision. It's ultimately the person turning up to create that 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 real magical gift and share with the world. Is we've got to become the emperor empress. But this is the thing. As we're already the fool of the magician, the emperor, the empress, is a frequency that we could tap into, you know? Even Michael Jordan, he had to assemble his team to the Chicago Bulls. When he got to the, the Bulls, and he struggled in the early years, and he was driven. And yeah, the way he played basketball was very magic-like, as in Magic Johnson. He had all this, the skills, but he had to assemble his crew. He had to be a leader, and he was quite hard on his teammates. There's documentaries with Luke Longley, the Australian Centre, he talked about how hard Jordan was. But I got the sense of Jordan, you know, in interviews with him, he was he had this vision of success. He had to be ruthless because that was his pathway, his vision. And some of us on this journey to get to that final embodiment of the magician, which we already are, we might have been the hero fan to we're leading charm and energies and we've got to create but if we want to recede, we don't want to just be the joker that's dependent on everybody else through our funding. We want to lead as an entrepreneur with our magic type attributes. We've got to reconcile that magician with the king queen aspects. And ultimately that's as simple as walking, talking, being, dressing, acting like a king queen. So in this moment, what is it that's got to get you to that king queen frequency? It doesn't have to be straight away, but if you surround yourself, your frequency, you know, you begin to make steps where you, you, you cut out distractions that, that, that don't make you feel good. You have discipline. You bring in focus to your activities, which again is a king queen attribute aspect. You do, you cultivate relationships, which up level your experience. Ultimately, they will all get you to your level of manifestation. So yes, as simple as the home, the the relationships. We might think, okay, when I want a new home, I have to keep going to the open the inspections. And yeah, you do. You know, you go, you feel like the home. You might go into homeware shops. But what that ultimately is doing is actually feeling worthy of receiving that home. Being a king-queen. Thanks again for being a part of this. Pray and intend it was a value for you. If you're interested in learning more, yes, I love all my books and I love talking and marketing these books here on the podcast. Be Prosperity Consciousness is very much dedicated, devoted to the entrepreneurial journey of the magician becoming that I am king-queen. That's, that would be the most relevant to this. But I also recommend Awareness, Camino de Santiago, which gives a real detailed account of moving through the attributes of the major arcana to come out as the magician. Through meaning all these aspects, like Paulo Coelho's alchemical journey of Santiago in The Alchemist, who help up-level experience of reality. An embodiment journey. And lastly, meeting Mary Magdalene, which is the whole journey, which encompasses the awareness, but also the way of Arles, where I had to work through my own shadow embodiment to let go of the limiting stories, to raise my vibration and be ready for change.